0: Welcome to Products to Profits with Sarah J. Cross, the podcast for creative product fempreneurs who want to play a bigger game and upscale their business.
1: Well, welcome to the show. I'm Sarah J. Cross, and I'm here to support you on your journey to becoming a successful product biz owner with tips, strategies, and stories to support and guide you through the good times and the challenges of running a product-based business. Today, I'm so thrilled that we're talking with the very lovely Verity Sewell. Verity is the founder of Smart Little Space. She works with product brand owners to help them set up and launch their brands on the world's largest e-commerce channel and grow a new revenue stream. After her own personal success on Amazon, Verity went on to lead a team of e-com specialists at an agency where she helped hundreds of clients skyrocket their business on Amazon. She then transitioned into becoming the founder of Smart Little Space and works with female-focused brands. Welcome, Verity. Thank
0: you so much for having me. I'm actually thrilled to be here.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's so exciting. And I have so many of my product clients always talking about Amazon and and about the desire to be present and have another revenue stream on Amazon. So I know my listeners are going to be like absolutely lapping up what you've got to say today, because we're going to cover and talk a bit about, you know, like, is it viable? Like, is it profitable? Because it doesn't always work for every single brand. It's not always for everybody. And, you're the expert in it. So, you know, straight from the horse's mouth, how can a product business owner know if Amazon is the right platform? for them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great question because what you just said is totally true, that it's not the right fit for every single brand. And that's something that I spend a lot of time talking to brands about to work out whether or not it's the right fit. And one thing I say is that When it comes to selling a brand that's already established in some capacity, so that could be retail, that could be on their e-commerce website, wherever that might be. When you have a brand that's already established in some capacity, you've got to work out, does it fit the Amazon platform? So you're sort of back generating information. You're not necessarily creating the product for the platform, which a lot of people do, but in this situation for brands, they've got to work out does it fit. So the first thing to know before you do anything else, before you kind of get into all the exciting creative aspect, is to look at your numbers. Yes. And it's not that exciting. I know I'm yes. saying that to people, and they look at me and go, "Oh," but it really, really is important that you look at the numbers because if you've got a very large range of products as well, to narrow down which ones might be profitable, which ones might not be, because not everything is, and if 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 you're not looking at it from a profitability point of view, you're basically, you could get on the platform and then find that you're not making money and what are you doing if that's not the case. So it's really about looking at your numbers and you can use different calculators to make it really easy. It doesn't have to be difficult. It can take you, you know. 15 minutes to work out your numbers using calculators that Amazon provides that you can then back generate those numbers to work out which products to sell first. And then from there, you're really looking at the competition and you would do a bit of an in-depth research on the platform to see, you know, who is my competition? What price point are they selling at? Mm. What quality are they selling at? All those kinds of questions come up to Mm. figure out is this a valid platform for me? Yeah. And often at the end of that, people will say, you know, there's maybe three of these products are really the ones I want to launch to start with. Or, yes. yep, they all could be launched, but I'm going to start with this few that I want to launch yeah. to and things like that. So yeah. it gives you more of an indication
1: of yeah, direction you need to go in. And that was my next question. Like if you do run your numbers, which as you said, a lot of people are like, huh, like numbers, profitability. I just thought that it was, you know, automatic that I could just, you know, put it up, throw it up there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there's obviously fees and there's a formula, there's higher fees for a big platform to be marketing and advertising to such a big audience. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, from your experience, should anyone with e-com think about putting their products on if they are profitable, like is it always going to work on Amazon mm-hmm. if it's an e-com store that has, you know, they've been selling direct to, to buyers?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that is a good point because that can, some brands can feel a bit scared to do that. So you've got to look at Amazon from the point of view of, yes, there are fees involved. And basically to pay those fees, you get the opportunity to market your products in front of millions of customers, it's kind of the payoff and that, that, you know, you pay those fees, but you're um, in front of those customer base. So it's working out, does it fit what you want for the bigger picture of your yes. business? Yes. So for some people, they say, I, I, that's not the route that I want to go. And that's absolutely fine but it really comes back to what is it that you're wanting to do with your business. So for example, if you were an Australian brand and you really wanted to launch in the USA where which the US Amazon is the biggest of all of them, you'll see the best results there and you want to get into the US market but you don't know how to get in there, you're thinking this could be really expensive. Um, Amazon can be a great way to tap into that market to, you know, get your products onto that platform where they will automate a lot of it for you. You don't have to be located there and you can launch it that way. Yeah. But it, all comes back to what's the strategy that you want within your business and does it fit that? Even down to thinking about, okay, what about pricing? Would I be happy to sell at a lower price, say on a platform or not? And if not, that's absolutely fine. You've just got to have that in mind that when you're doing your numbers Can I sell at that point? What's the competition selling at? So it's really just thinking about the bigger picture of what you want for your business. But Amazon, what we know with Amazon now is that customers have become really clever. And I think every year they go smarter and smarter about what they're doing when they shop online. But we know now that they'll go onto Amazon, they'll find a brand, and let's just say they're having a look at the listing and they really like the look of it. There is actually a lot of data to show that they will jump off Amazon, look at the website, uh, and if this is a valid brand, am yeah. I buying from something that's legitimate? Yeah. And then they will come back to Amazon to buy from that platform. And you think, why wouldn't they just buy direct from that, that business's website rather than go back to Amazon? But the reasons that they're doing that is that they feel safe they might have a whole pile of things they're buying on Amazon that day and they just want to put it through straight away with one transaction yeah. and they want it immediately because we yeah. all want something straight away. So, yeah. that safety net that they feel like they're buying from Amazon. Yeah. Whereas when they go to an e commerce website, they're sort of thinking, I've got to put now put my card details. Yeah, in is it
1: legitimate? Yeah. And how soon can I get it? And there is, like you said, that second layer of security. So, One question I did have for you, and I know I've been asked this by clients, so I'm going to ask it now. Is it worth not separating your store name to your actual trading business? So let's say you've got your own website and it's, you know, you're an established brand. When you go to set up your store on Amazon, do you necessarily need to brand it the same way? So then your having basically a different product? Because you might choose a cheaper packaging to reduce the price as opposed to how you would wholesale your product traditionally with retail packaging that could cost more money.
0: That's a fantastic question that hasn't really come up that much before, (laughs) but um, you could do both things. So remember with Amazon that Amazon has now changed a lot of its rules. It's become, I guess it's become a little bit harder to just become a seller because they want really good sellers on there, other people jumping on and doing some dodgy things. So they've made that a little bit more difficult. One thing that they've done with that is they've said, if you want access into our brand registry system, which is basically gives you as a seller a little bit more support. It gives you extra tools to use. You really need to be part of brand registry to compete on the platform. But you, to get into brand registry, you need to have a trademark. And that trademark has to be like proven. So there are services that can do that really easily. It's actually not as scary as that sounds, but you get a trademark, you take that trademark and you input it into Amazon's system. Yes. And that then gives you access to brand registry. And the way that that works is you have to use that brand name that you've trademarked into the system for it to work. Otherwise it doesn't connect. So what you've just said there, Sarah, is that you've got to think about that prior to you maybe getting on the platform to decide, yes, I would like to represent my brand. And if you are going to represent it under the brand name, you need your brand on Amazon to look the same as off Amazon. Yes. Because if you don't, mm. customers immediately, like I said before, jump off and then think yeah. something a bit wrong with this. It doesn't yeah. seem quite right. Their trust factor's gone. And yeah. then they think, oh, no, I'll, I'll choose someone else. So if yeah. you're going to go after your own brand, you need them to sort of mirror image,
1: like if congruent you with both, with each other. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But if you decided, like you said, we've kind of got this idea that we could package it under different pricing and all that. What I would say is that that's something to consider before you launch and you might need some more time before you get on the platform to decide how you're going to do that. Are you going to give it another name, another, you know, branding behind it and you go after it that way? But you can still do that under
1: your business and have I've just been asked by a UK client and another new client that I've got who Mm -hmm. is Sydney-based about their presence and their, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the branding, should it actually be the same as what they currently have, or should they be setting it up? I'm working under a different business name.
0: Yeah. And I guess it really comes down to asking the question of like, why do you feel that you need to do that? Is it, you know, what's happening with Amazon is that customers expect brands to be on there. They go looking for your brand on Amazon. So you've got to ask the question of well, why do you not want to show up as the brand on there? Is there a particular reason? Or Is it that you have this idea that if you are on Amazon, you have to sell for less?
1: That's that's what what I think it is. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that people used to think about like that was the same on eBay as another platform, that people are ultimately chasing the cheapest price. Buyers are there for the cheaper price point. So should the pricing be the same on Amazon as it is on their own website? If they're It absolutely
0: can be. What you've got to work out is when you're doing some research at the start is, is there a big difference between what you're selling and what majority of the competition is selling at? If you found there was a massive difference, you're selling at $60 and everyone sells at $20, yeah. that might make you go, is this the right product for
1: the yeah. platform? Can
0: you make up the difference? But I have worked with lots of brands where they said, you know, this is our pricing. It is slightly higher. It's still within a range, but it is higher. And we've looked at, okay, well, what can you do to represent that price point? And that's when it comes down to you need to have really, really good listings. Your photos need to be amazing. You need to have graphics on your images. You need to have optimized that listing page so that when someone comes along, they go, wow, this is amazing, rather than come along and you have Three images and it's looking a bit sparse on the page, it's immediately going to make someone go, Well, why would I pay the high price point? So there are definitely ways to do it. But if your price point is so much higher than anyone else, you would have to ask yourself, Is this the right platform
1: for me for that product? Because it's not always just price driven. No, it's about what people like. You've got to be competitive, but like you are being served up in front of millions of people, mm. like you've got an opportunity to sell a lot faster. And like you said earlier, mm. they are doing all the marketing and advertising for you. You're not running paid ads to drive traffic, mm. to get conversions on your own website. So That's it's, a,
0: right. yeah. it's
1: kind of like a juggernaut, like on steroids. Like if you get yeah. the product right, it can mm. just, I've seen people's results on Amazon. Like some people can sell like, you know, six figures in a day, Yeah, Like it it can go crazy and it can be really weird product. Mm -hmm. It can be, you know, bamboo toothbrushes or there was like a dinosaur suit, you know, like a costume, um, really odd, obscure products. And I think that's why sometimes people are a bit daunted sort of thinking, well, how competitive is it? And would it actually, would I get any cut through? Like would it actually work for my product?
0: Yeah, well, you know, what I find one mistake I sometimes see people make is that they look at their competition. So they get onto the platform and they're doing research. And what they're doing is they looking at the competition, but in a very general way. So let's say they're looking at like bamboo toothbrushes, but they say, Oh, a better example would be probably let's use like cereal or something like that. And you can have really cheap sugary cereals yeah. that are like mass produced and they yeah. sell them for a really cheap price. Yeah. Let's just say you sold a gourmet mm. type of food. Yeah. It's a they're a very different competition that you're going yeah. after. And yeah. what sometimes people do is that they sort of comparing the prices of everything in that category rather than looking at is this like for like. Yeah. Is actual competition. And when you dig into that, sometimes you find actually this isn't as competitive as I thought. But one thing to remember is that if you found that there was no competition, like you couldn't find a single competitor, that is a big red flag for me. And that says that Amazon is a search engine like Google. That means that nobody is searching that product. And usually it's because they don't know it exists. So you need competition. It's just where you fit yeah. where you
1: fit and yeah and and how viable it is with your profitability because some people aren't always set up that they've got enough profit in there and not enough fat in the in the yeah. pricing to actually make it work for them yeah um, absolutely but yeah so that's great that's fabulous So we interrupt this podcast to tell you all about the Creative Product Institute Mastermind. It's a time to level up your business and implement my proven signature system for creative product business expansion. When I got started at only 24 years old, I built a successful corporate gift tamper service starting from my kitchen table. I went from landing a $30,000 offer and wrapping every package by hand myself to a company with annual sales of 1.5 million per year. And it certainly wasn't all glitz and glamour. I was completely overwhelmed to start with and I was trying to manage everything in my business all by myself. So out of it, I actually have been able to devise a really solid program for those of you who are looking to take your business to the next stage. So if your business is established for more than two to three years, you're ready to invest in yourself 10 times in your sales, and you're really committed as an action taker and ready to get the bigger results, then pop onto my website, which is sarahjcross.com and find the mastermind and you can apply there to have a chat with me or go to the creativeproductinstitute.com to learn more all about signing up and scaling further. Now, back to the show. So, Verity, what advice do you have for business owners who might be feeling a bit overwhelmed by Amazon? And what are your top tips to help get them started? Like, sort of, what are the sort of things that they need to do to get to that next level?
0: Yeah, I think it can feel very overwhelming. And I would say that Amazon's not the easiest platform. It's not no. something that you can sort of think, I'll throw up a product and I'm going to make lots of money. And I, yeah. I say that because it's the truth and a lot of people maybe don't want to point that fact out, but yeah. it does take, require some effort. And especially up front, it requires some effort to create your listings, to do it the right way, to get it in there. But once you have done it once, the cycle repeats. So, if you can launch one product, you can do the same thing over yeah. and over and over, over and over again. So, yeah. once you've got those fundamentals, it's yeah. really, really easy. So, firstly, working out, finding someone that can support you in this is usually the way to go because it's brand new. And like anything, if I needed to know how to sell, you know, wholesale, I would go to someone that could show me that. I could probably figure it out on my own. But I think if you're wanting some simplicity, find someone that you resonate with that can show you through those steps. But one thing to know is to learn it yourself and don't sort of I find a lot of people will go to someone and say, just do it all for me. But when you get handed your account back, you don't know how any of that how to do so it? <laughs> you have no idea how you got from A to B. So yeah. if you're feeling overwhelmed, find someone that can support you and walk you through okay. that. And sometimes it's answering a lot of questions you might have, you know, yeah. how does this work or what yeah. happens with this or how do I, you know, all those kinds of questions. That's probably the thing that's going to shortcut the situation for yeah. you. It is much harder for someone to try and figure out on their own and maybe they make some mistakes, which they don't realize till later. And then they come back and say, I need to find someone to help me. And I've got these problems. It's actually hard to unpick those problems. So, if you're feeling overwhelmed,
1: go and find someone that can support you. It's going to save you. Get the foundation set up correctly. And so, yeah, I'm a true believer. I'm exactly like you. I always prefer clients to learn my signature system and do it themselves. Mm -hmm. So then they can actually outsource it or streamline it or put a process in and Mm -hmm. handball it off to someone in their team or, you know, hire someone to come in and help them. If they don't like Picking up the phone and talking and doing a sales call, then you need to learn the ropes first so that you understand the mechanics. And then you can actually get someone to, and then you say, here's the script, here's what I want, this is the outcome. I'll be paying you and Ali right now to do that.
0: Absolutely. And that's something that, you know, I personally talk to clients about is that you don't have to do this yourself forever. (laughs) But if you understand it, then you know when you do work with someone, if it's. They're doing it the way they want it to be done. Is this how you want to run it? Is this fitting your model of how you want to do things? And you can have someone else do it. But if you've got no idea in terms of how any of that even happened from the beginning, it can be a little bit complex in terms of growing your business from there because you don't know the fundamentals. If it is a thing that, you know, you feel overwhelmed, it's not as scary as it sounds. If you know the roadmap, if you know these are the steps to get from here to here, set up to launch, And do you understand that? There's actually, it's not complex. No. just knowing what that roadmap actually
1: is. Yeah, and not getting stuck because a lot of people will get stuck on going in to do something for the first time. And as you said, Amazon, Mm -hmm. it's not as straightforward. It doesn't, you know, there's not a one sort of step-by-step type of method that you can just confidently know without actually having to look it up and, yeah, Mm -hmm. and do that. So What would you say are the biggest mistakes you see business owners make when it comes to launching?
0: Yeah, that's a good point because launching. Sometimes I think the word launch has this big kind of concept around it that there's going to be, um, you know, all these things that we have to do, and you know, how do we do this, and what do we need to do, and I'm surely I'm missing out on something, or I don't know something. And I used to feel that way. You know, yeah. I used to think that is there some piece of the puzzle that yeah. I'm not getting here. But yeah. the first thing I would say, um, one of the biggest mistakes is people trying to do too much because they feel yeah. like they need every piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So. A lot of brands have a lot of strategy off Amazon. So they've been running their business for a while. They have all these ideas and strategies and marketing concepts and they want to tie all of it in. Mm. And they say, I'm going to do all of these different tasks to launch. So when your product goes live and your sales can start coming in, they start to think, I could have all these things ready. And that could be anything from, you know, emails to advertising. to There's a whole range of things. But that's when people usually pause and a little bit of fear comes in of am yeah. I doing enough? And yeah. that's usually when you overcomplicate it. So I'd yeah. say the first thing would be overcomplicating it and trying to do too many things Yeah. or that you don't have any plan at all. So it's this kind of finding this balance mm-hmm. of don't do nothing. Don't yeah. expect that you can, your product's going to go live and yeah. that- sell straight away because yeah. nobody knows you on the platform yet. You have yeah. no reviews, you're way down the ranking, no one's bought from you. So having some things in place, don't do too many things at yeah. the start because it's overwhelming. Yeah. So that yeah. would be the true finding that balance. Yeah. And then I would say, making sure that your listing is fully optimized before you launch and go live. And what I mean by that, Optimization is when you have gone through every element on a product listing and you can tick off that you have done every part of it to it of its capacity in an Amazon way. So you've got the keywords in your listing. Your images um, are fully optimized with graphics. You might even try and have a video on there. You would have A-plus content, which is a graphically designed description. You might have your storefront set up. Like you've got everything that you can do to the best of your ability done before you launch because one thing you have to understand with Amazon being a search engine is that keywords will get you found because that's what people are searching for, but your images and your graphics will sell it. So if someone comes into the listing and they go, "Mm, those images do not look very good. They'll just click straight out because they don't feel confident. So it's also making sure before you've launched, you don't want that to happen where someone clicks in, they don't like what they see and they click back out. That's just, you've wasted time and effort. So I would say making sure you're fully optimized before you launch, you can pause a launch to make sure you've got those things done. Yeah. Don't try and do too many tasks. Just you can pick one or two is enough to launch with. And don't have no plan at all. (laughs) It's that fine line would be probably the things I see as most common. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. That's fabulous. So before we wrap up, this has all been so, so juicy, so good. What are the top three marketing strategies, Verity, that, you've seen create massive impact recently, like in your experience.
0: Yeah, I would say Amazon advertising within the platform has really taken off. And that's mainly because Amazon have realized the potential and they've added in some really great options into their ads, which they didn't have before. So when I started selling in 2012, it was very simple. There was sort of two ads you could do and that was it. But Amazon have really dug into that and there's a lot more advertising opportunities that we see. And one of the best that's working at the moment is video ads. So you can have Mm -hmm. very, very simple ads and it's really engaging with people. So if you have a good strategy in place with your advertising on the platform, so this is ads that run within your Amazon account. If you have a really good strategy, you can take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about launching before one of the, if you don't do anything else, but you just run some ads, just to get you started, get the momentum going at the beginning, that is a really great strategy. You know, so that's what we talk about, keeping it simplified. But the ads aspect on the platform is become incredible. They're doing a lot more things and it's a really great thing to to tap into. So that would be one. The next I would say is videos. Videos is getting a lot of traction now and we can start to see that Amazon's beta testing some things in the background. So we're starting to see in some people's descriptions on their listings that we're seeing video. But that's not open to everyone yet. So yeah. most sellers can't you can't add it in there. Yeah. But that's because Amazon will be testing in the background. I mean, yeah. So you can put videos at the top of your under your images. You can put them into a storefront, which is like a miniature website on the platform. You can put them in there. There's a few places you can put them. But videos we're seeing becoming really compelling.
1: People are uh, they want to see TikTok, you know, like yeah, look at right. that and TikTok and Reels. Like it's just really taken off.
0: Oh, absolutely. People want to um, know about the brands as well in the background of who who runs this brand. We want to know the face behind a brand. I think everyone's a little bit nosy and they want to yeah. know what's going on with this brand. Yeah. How did it start? They want to know those stories and that can come across really well in video. So video yeah. is definitely a big one. And then I would probably say the other one would be creating an on Amazon and off Amazon, transparency across both is really, really big and something that we're seeing people are realising the power of these two things working together, which we talked about a bit earlier, but as a marketing strategy of making sure that they are consistent across both, so if you are going to have your brand um, name on there, you're going to go down that path, that you represent yourself the same as you would represent yourself off the platform.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're opening up that opportunity for people to buy from you. You know, people want to find you easily. They want to be able to buy your products easily. And yeah. Amazon's often um, that platform to do that. But making sure that you put strategy in place that when you click between the two, yeah. there's really no
1: difference. Yeah. And people day. and that builds confidence and trust really rapidly, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. I think we are, like I said before, we're getting smarter about what we're doing. And, you know, Amazon is really um, doing a big push to get a lot of brands that aren't really doing the right thing or they're just kind of don't, yeah, they're just floating a little bit. Yeah. They don't necessarily want those brands now. What we're seeing, Amazon's really calling for brands that are really wanting to grow. They want people to come to the platform and not feel like, they can buy things that are cheap <laughs> and yeah. they yeah. want to come on and they can find quality products Yeah. So yeah. That we're, because we're seeing that happening and Amazon's really calling for that. We're seeing that Amazon's giving more tools to for brands to use. So they're really pushing that brand branding
1: aspect.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So that on and on off Amazon concept is a really
1: big one that you want yeah. to do strategy. Wow, that is amazing. You've shared so many juicy tips and shortcuts (laughs) and in just like you're a wealth of information because this is obviously your wheelhouse, like this is what you specialise in. So Mm -hmm. I, I think it's really important, as you said, avoiding the costly mistakes or overwhelm go and work with someone or find someone like yourself. Actually, that was my next question because everything's been so fabulous. What you've shared today, Verity, if anyone listening wants to find out more or how they could work with you, what's the best way of them being able to to do that?
0: Me. So you can find me on my website, which is smartlittlespace.com. But you can also, I'm on Facebook a lot. We have a Facebook group, so you can join that yeah. or um, look me up on Instagram. And if you find me on Instagram, the, the handle on Instagram has yeah. all the links to everything.
1: So that's Smart little me. space. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because I think that's, you know, I'm very, very sort of, you know, of the same belief as you, like, if you want to do something right, go with someone that's already done it walked in there, you know, has walked in your shoes and knows what they're doing, get things, the foundation set up. So then it's smooth sailing. You can just go from, you know, grow from strength to strength Yeah, rather than getting overwhelmed or rather than doing things and then thinking, oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. Like it's, I just, you know, I'm going to need to basically study it or search Google for the next six months to work it out, you know, how to yeah. do it. Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think it just mainly is shortcuts how quickly you want to get on there. Yeah. And a lot exactly. of people um, might want to get on the platform, but they're thinking this is, this could be a like a 12 month thing yeah. for me to figure this out. And yeah. it's, do you want to shortcut it and, and feel confident? Most brands just want to feel confident that they've done it the right way from the beginning yeah. and then they yeah. can run from there. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, perfect. So if you've loved this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend or leave us a review so people can find us. And thank you again, Verity. It's been absolutely fabulous having you on the podcast today. You've shared so much. Thanks so much
0: for having me. It's been brilliant.
1: And so it's time for me to say goodbye and I will see you in our next episode.
0: This week's episode is brought to you by Fearless Fempreneur. Learn how to scale your business by getting gorgeous products stocked in major airports and national retailers. Grab your copy at sarahjcross.com. Loved this episode of Products to Profits? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.